Johnny doesn't know why I brought this up in the first place. I don't know what the point was. Is it because you wanted me to outsmart you? Because mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. You need to stop validating Picard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not healthy for anyone. So, let's introduce ourselves and then state our favorite flower. I'm Keith McNally, and my favorite is the uh, deep throat cocksuck flower of the Philippines. It sucks your cock. It's such a good, it's uh, a good it's plant. Like, it's like the Venus, snapdragon. Venus flytrap, except it sucks your cock instead of eating. Yeah. It, it lives on comb. <laughs> you guys have heard of this thing, right? Right. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Picard, and my favorite flower is the vagina. Uh, oh, that doesn't count. You cheated. <laughs> right, but his was the real flower. <laughs> My name's uh, N64 Craig, and I gotta say, I like uh, bleached white flower. I can't stand that whole weed shit. Oh, flower! <laughs> <laughs> Stole my joke. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad bitch. we went around the table this time. I was like, uh, well, let's switch it for the last two. What's your favorite movie from the 70s? Oh, come on. I <laughs> okay, uh, I'm Mike, and I like uh, The Daffodil. That's that is a good film. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Black Lotus or uh, uh, Black Caesar. Nice. Oh, my favorite film from the 70s, I, I, although I wasn't alive in the 70s, so I don't, you know, don't have a very good knowledge of that, but it's got to be The Godfather, or The Godfather 2. That's, that's pretty good. I like Shaft. Or The Sting. Sting's well, the real Sting good. Sting was good, yeah. I like Godfather 2.5. <laughs> sort of like the origin yeah. story. That's where you found out cake. about Bitch Cake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah 2.5, yeah. I think Dawn of the Dead is the only movie from the 70s I even know. That's a good movie, though. Yeah, it's oh, a hell of a movie. Superfly, I like Superfly. Mm. Uh, Shaft was also good. Shaft was good. But, uh, Jackie Brown? I like Jackie Brown. It yeah. wasn't from the 70s. Really? No. What, the Quentin Tarantino one? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, sorry, not Jackie Brown, but Pam Greer was in it. What was it called? Coffee? No. Pam Greer's uh, Rockin' Time House no, Party? No, it, it was something like Jackie Brown. Like It was called like the heroine's name. And it was Super Freak? Jenny Black? Foxy Brown. Foxy, Foxy Brown. Brown. Nice. Okay, I can see how you would you would make you would <laughs> yeah. that. At first, I was like, this guy's an idiot. Like, Quentin Tarantino oh, was, was, was born in the seventies. What do you yeah. want? But it was the same actress too as Pam Greer, like as both Jackie Brown and Foxy Brown. Yeah. I'm sure, Jackie Brown was just like Quentin Tarantino was like Foxy Brown was awesome. I'm gonna make that movie. Again. It's pretty much the same movie except there's more tits in the seventies. Well, no, because uh, that Jackie Brown was based on it was the only Tarantino movie that was based on a novel. I think. Oh really? Yeah, it's an Elmore Leonard book. But yeah, me and Joel know what the seventies. We're like we were there for that. Yeah, Good times, yeah, I right? I was, I was conceived in December of '79. Fucking Star Wars, yo. Yeah. yeah, I guess technically I was in my dad's balls in the '70s. <laughs> Actually, no, I wait. No, Probably I wasn't. Not. Yeah, I was born in September. So. Yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted space Lego. There was no fucking Avatar Lego or, or Star Wars. Lego. Star Wars. Oh, it was just Lego the space station. I had the space. It was just space. I had space Lego. Yeah. In 1985 or '86 somewhere. Around space was still a thing back then. Now it's now. Now it's not just space. You gotta have Star Trek or Star Wars or Battlestar or Stargate or Babylon Five, if we even want to acknowledge that. We do not. I always heard it was good. I never saw it, but I always heard it was good from losers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is pretty loud in here. You guys are right. Whatever. We're here now. Too late now. Um, What was I gonna say? Fuck. (laughs) 
<laughs> I totally forgot. Oh, okay. Before we started recording, Joel was just uh, mentioning you had a friend of his that you know was trying to forget about his horrible past uh, in his you know in school and doesn't want to remember those days. Let's let's uh, let's get uh, let's get a little serious, shall we, gentlemen? Let's get a little psychological. I'm in. All right. Let's do it. place here. I remember I read a thing. Man, you can hear that door opening and closing really clearly. Yeah. This is probably a horrible, horrible decision. Yeah. yeah. Who wanted to stay here anyway? That was totally me. Oh, it was you. But, but I don't... It's. I hate being in there when they're talking. I hate it. It's It's so terrible. Well, maybe we should check out upstairs. Maybe. That's let's probably about it. It's probably louder upstairs than anywhere. Right. I don't know. All the college kids up there? Uh, let's just work through that. Uh, all right. So I read in this psychology book once this uh, little exercise you Hold can up. do. So you were reading a book? Yeah. Let's I used to read books all the time. <laughs> uh, did we not discuss on Twitter today or yesterday that... Uh, the Reading is so yeah, 2010. reading is for fans. <laughs> it is, man. I'm done with it. Yeah, reading yeah. sucks now. It's over. It's in a dying trend. I don't care for it at all. Computers, they'll do it's all the It's the same reason course. we don't listen to radio anymore. Yeah. It's over. Because the vinyl countdown exists. And why do you need regular radio? Exactly. So uh, I read in this book, it's this little exercise about, um, like, uh, I just said about all Canadians. Um... What's the word I'm looking for? Like accepting yourself, you know, being comfortable with yourself, Self whatever. Self-actualization? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Actualize. <laughs> and uh, one of the little exercises was to imagine yourself at different different points in your life. And, uh... <laughs> what, something just happened? No, just your reaction to the door. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's really loud, man. It's crazy loud. <laughs> anyway, uh, you met... <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. But shh. Should we try over there? Yeah, let's, let's try him over there. Uh, <laughs> like, BRB. Only BRB. Laughs. He laughs. He laughs at like, we're, like, we're, we're telling jokes. <laughs> Dead silent. But the door creaks and he's, he can't control himself. He loves it. <laughs> we're totally like, now I know what Jews had to go through, right? We're yeah. just moving from place to place trying to find our home. Yeah, totally. That's exactly, exactly what they went through. Yeah, yeah. That is very, <laughs> very sensitive. Yeah. I'm sure that's how they would describe it. Is, yeah, it's like when you're... It's you like the door was creaking. It's like recording a podcast, but there's a creaky door. Yeah, and then you have to move to a table that's like 10 meters away. Can you right. imagine? Can you imagine? And then we're going to sit oh. next to somebody and start talking about like animal positions, and they're going to get all offended. Oh, the fucking horror. Bonobos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's nature. All right, so everyone's here. We got the whole crew. No no one's missing. <laughs> I'll do the door now. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's not coming through anymore. We did our introductions Yeah. with creaky door. I'll wait for Craig to come back. In the meantime, let's just talk about uh, oatmeal. Do you want to hear something sad? Yeah. This is how poor I am. <laughs> is uh, you know I'm always thinking of ways to sort of save money and not uh, blow too much because I don't have a job and I enjoy not having a job. But you know I got to be a little reasonable. Can only go to thirty dollar mother mother concerts once in a while. But what I figured out was I had like like you know you just buy a can of stew or whatever, right? And normally with that, you'd have some kind of side, you know, traditionally maybe some bread or a bun or something. But I didn't have such a thing, and I didn't want to go buy some because it was cold out. So I realized I had plain oatmeal in my uh, in my cupboard, just the little packets of just plain. And like, when am I going to eat that? It's gross. You can't eat it by itself. You at least need some raisins or something. So I was like, this is kind of like, you know, an equivalent to like a piece of bread or something. But I can just put it right in. So I just like poured it into like the chili or stew or whatever the fuck I was eating and you just kind of stir it in and it's awesome because it makes, you can take those cans and just like use half the can and then a thing of a packet of oatmeal 
And so it, you invented filler, essentially. Yeah, well, it's, I guess I didn't invent it, but I don't know that this is a common practice, but it's also awesome because of the, like, the gruel thing you mentioned, that it's like I'm like a uh, fucking... Modern-day Oliver, Oliver Twist. Twist. Oliver yeah. Twist, yeah, but it gives it this awesome texture and consistency that's a little bit like having cheese. Because I certainly can't afford cheese. cheese. That's crazy. God, that's that's really cheese the richest kings of England get to have cheese, not me. Craft singles at best. But I've been putting it in everything lately. Soup, just whatever. Just add in some fucking oatmeal. And that's probably not like, going to do that, I'll be honest. Well, there's no yeah. reason you should. But yeah, It's like, no, you have a job and you respect yourself, so why would you? Yeah. It's amazing, though, how far you can make food go and like how cheap it is. But then I'm thinking, like, am I going to be the, the dude when I have kids and they're like, why do we have to add oatmeal to everything? And I'm like, Cause, why do I have to wear plastic bags? on my feet to school instead of wearing boots. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is it can go too far, but I don't know. I don't well, feel well, like this being is too a person far. who's currently yeah, supporting a wife and kid with a little help from the government. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, my answer to that question is because we had you. Right. And uh, that's that. Oh man, I don't know. The oatmeal thing's kind of delicious. And, and especially when you just buy like uh, like that those cans of stew and stuff. There's so much sodium. They're kind of gross. You add the... Uh, the, the the gruel aspect and it, it blends it, it down. Yeah. yeah, it blends it up nice and good. <laughs> Just the kind of bland flavor I like. Throw in some little like chili peppers and shit. It's fucking so delicious. I was like, like for a second, I'm like, yeah, I should try that. And then I was like, no, wait a minute. I'll just eat the whole the whole sixty nine cent can, and then I'll buy another one. Well, I usually get the uh, like the ready to or go stuff. Buy a can. Yeah, <laughs> well, or, some or buy the ingredients like... and make a stew. Let's go crazy. Well, sometimes I get the fancy. You know, it's like three bucks for a can. Like you don't have to add water. It's like the soup that's already ready to go. That type of shit. Ready to serve. Yeah, like and a stag stag chili. Stag chili. Yeah, chili, yeah like that's at least two fifty. But then you split it in half and add in the fucking oatmeal, and then it's only a dollar twenty five. Four days. Yeah. Well, each one lasts. Yeah, like a couple. I don't know. I think it's fucking awesome. But I also have I don't know I like I like just living on nothing It's fun The card's face right now Is coming up It's just so like horrible. Yeah this comes from The guy who has Eight pizza every day Of his life One pizza and Coca-Cola That's all he eats That's his diet That's, that's way better than oatmeal That's his diet And he's gonna stew And he's looking down on you From his high horse With his with his, with his pizza a day With diet. his garlic oh, dipping sauce Like again Emperors eat this You do know that There are food banks right Yeah actually My, uh, my roommate used to go To the food bank Because she was unemployed she actually is They will give grid. you rice and stuff and, and cheese. Yeah. I guess, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm pretty off the grid. I don't even know what you got to do to sign up for this. You, I guess you have to prove that you're poor. Right. But I mean, I got an expired Vancouver ID card. I got. I have nothing to even prove I live yeah, here. Yeah, you're actually probably still a step up for most people who go there. Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they're all homeless. <laughs> yeah. That's the only difference. The only thing separating you from the homeless people is... You have like a couch. A couch. Yeah. yeah. One and couch. And an internet presence. Right. Yeah, you know? Oh, yeah, there's that, yeah. I do it in the summer. I was really starting to think that. Like, I was spending more and more time outside to stay away from my roommate. Like, just longer and longer stretches. It's like, I could just go sleep uh, on one of the benches in front of City Hall like all the other homeless people. It's a slippery slope, I think. I don't think yeah. you should ever do that because then you just might be like, well, I could live outside. And like, yeah, every homeless person has... specifically would probably... Find a way to make it romantic. Yeah, maybe. You know? I know though I am. I'm too high scoring to sleep by boys all the time. But yeah, no, I think there's a certain pride to it almost that I can yeah. live so cheap. Because then when I hear people talking about like, oh, well, it killed me when I was on Keith and the Girl and that bullshit about the, uh, the fake economy in New York. And oh, no, we don't have any money. We can't afford plasma flat screens. It's like, go oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> you never should have had that in the first place, guy that works at Best Buy. Like, when you get a real life, then you can have a flat screen. You can't work a shitty minimum wage job and have everything you want. Is it okay for me to have a flat screen? Well, sure, because you have an actual job and stuff. You made your choice. Yeah, okay, good. So you're not being yeah. complaining about not being able to you buy a flat screen. You have what's known as a career. Yeah. Okay. It's, I'll take it. It's not like you're selling uh, fucking virgin phones at the uh, mobile hotspot at yeah. the mall or whatever. Yeah, I, I really feel like North Americans are crazily entitled. They expect to be able to have all this shit that they should not be. Yeah, look at the size of them. I mean, the people, not the country. Each person yeah. like huge. Yeah, anyway, I, I'm sorry. Okay, those of you who have retail jobs, we're not shitting on you. That's all I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. which uh, I mean, yeah, no, I did it too. No, like, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Just when you're working those jobs, you can't really complain that you're not buying a 50-inch plasma TV. And if you have a retail job and and you manage your money in a way that to to allow yourself to have a TV, that's fine. I think it's just like living beyond your means. I think is what yeah, keeps talking. Which the vast majority of people seem to do these days. It's like not weird to be in giant credit card debt. It's just a normal thing to do, and it's crazy. Whereas, like, when I lived in Vancouver, it's one of the most expensive cities in Canada. I only worked three days a week at a coffee shop, and I lived there on my own for, like, two and a half years. If anything had gone wrong, I was in trouble, because I was living just check to check. But I totally did that, because my house wasn't full of a bunch of horseshit that no one needs. But I'm awesome. going to be honest with you, as soon as, uh, and honestly, Jen, sorry, uh, no, no offense, uh, but as soon as you date somebody, you, it just... It changes your whole outlook on what you need to spend, it's, how you need to spend. Yeah. Even just, yeah, you generally know? dating at all, it's very expensive. It's a black hole yeah. of money. And it time. Is. So it much is. time it takes yeah. to, like, yeah. Well, and it's, and it's, it's, I think it's kind of the nature of women is to want to be provided for. Plus, they have this fucking armada of shit they need. Like, they need, like, cosmetics alone. Like, what they feelings. spend on that shit. Feelings, yeah. Okay, we started on but, those. but, you know, like, it's like, we can exist on fucking Itchy Band and a PlayStation for oh, years. Yeah. No, and it's like, seriously, it's like, seriously, tampons? Like, I got toilet paper. <laughs> exactly. Like, just water it up and just jam it up there. <laughs> some vodka I know like get over yourself <laughs> oh I'm a the woman I believe the pain or just to make it uh, a, a bit of a treat yeah <laughs> I gotta admit though it is nice to live like a person sometimes because in Vancouver like my apartment was so spartan it was awesome there was a couch that was already there and like nothing I had a little shitty laptop and just, just empty I didn't even have posters on the wall because I was just like I had a library card and a stack of books and that's it but then when I started dating the chick out there in Vancouver and her apartment had like bookshelves and plants and it was like a person lived there. It's like, I got to admit, that's sort of nice. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, when I moved to Toronto, I lived in my friend's closet with a, not not a mattress, a mattress top, because I I got it at Ikea and as is. So I, I'm... Just like, what, the foam thing you put on top of mattresses? <laughs> yeah. Like sleep yeah, essentially. Uh, so I, I, I slept on that on the floor. I had my computer, because that was, I needed that. Uh, and virtually nothing else. Um, I had some clothes, and I bought res smokes off my neighbor, who is this uh, guy who didn't have a job. He looked like a... Well, he was selling res smokes. Right. And he looked like uh, Chuck Norris, if Chuck <laughs> Norris in it had a heroin habit. Like, he was like an emaciated Chuck Norris. His name was Butchie. 
and his uh, his idea of fun was getting drunk in the front yard where a guy came and delivered beer to him. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that I didn't know till I lived with my drunkard cousin in New Brunswick that that's the thing. Like you can just call up cab companies and be like, "Can you go pick me up some beer and a sub from Subway? Here's what I want on it," and they'll do it. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. That guy would drink like a two four by himself. Well, I found out about that one. Um, I had a job at Holt Ram for doing uh, window displays for a while, and um, we used to order paint from this fucking C two paint on a window display. It made my head hurt, but anyway. Uh, so the the most expensive paint you could buy on a fucking window display that had to get painted over the next month. Holt Ram for anyway, um, but. Yeah, we'd call a cab to go pick up the paint for us right. and deliver. It was, yeah. Oh. But it's kind of fun, right, living totally shitty. It's almost like hobo life, the hobo code, you know? Yeah. I like it. I think it's good. I mean, I'm getting Ride a little too old. <laughs> I'm getting a little too old for that shit now, but I don't know, in my 20s especially. It was like it was like an adventure. Like, I can do this. I don't... Because to me, it's, a, it's the value proposition. What's more important? Having free time or having stuff. And, like, to me, working three days a week at a coffee shop was so great because then I could just spend the other four days fucking around and seeing Vancouver and doing whatever I wanted. And it was like, anytime I have a nine-to-five, I lose my mind. I'd rather not have the money. I just can't do it. I'm just imagining Keith, like, walking around with, like, what are they, the hobo pack with, like, a yeah, stick? Yeah, bindle, like, whistling. With a bindle, he's, like, whistling, like, the, the theme song from, like, the Incredible Hulk is playing. He's wandering <laughs> from town to town. Yeah. Eating, eating other can of beans. If I see another, like... With oatmeal. Yeah. See, like, a, a sleeping junkie in an alleyway and, like, take his shoes off so I can get new shoes and just keep on walk. <laughs> you do what you gotta do. Yeah. I like how you differentiated between yourself and a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all in the same genus, you know, a little different. It's different. You're more of a dust bowl kind of character. He's more of a dust kind of character. Uh, I guess I don't know if I'm going to go up for Chinese food after I'm uh, fighting the explosive diarrhea. Oh. Getting the, you know when you feel it coming, like, you yeah. know, like in a bit? That's trouble. Yeah, well, I had the. I had, you might have a new shit story for us. Might, <laughs> might be tonight. That's the problem. Tonight. You don't. You don't give enough. You know, if you're really dedicated to the show, you would. You would fight that. It's you would, true. You make many, it happen. Too many hot peppers today. I had hot peppers on my sub at lunch, then hot peppers on my pizza for dinner, and then a Vietnamese sub, which Lord knows what that's doing to my intestines. <laughs> Good thing. It was delicious. Good, it's cleaning them out. I guarantee it. <laughs> I don't know how that's two. I don't know how that's two fifty. Like that's. Oh, it's it was awesome. It's so delicious. It's two fifty. If yeah, I mean, if it was like around where I lived, I'd probably have them all the time. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's cat food and mayonnaise, yeah. and uh, some cilantro and carrots. And you does. The cilantro does it. Cilantro makes anything taste classy. Yeah. But I mean, that bread, that, that big bun alone, that's uh, like. That's like a dollar fifty bun if you go to the baker. Yeah. yeah, when I see buns like that, I just just stare at them and wonder, like, how, what what life would you need to have to afford a bun that big? Fifty nine cents. Oh, oh my God. I only I, have fifty seven. Is there some way I can add oatmeal to that to make it more tasty? Put it on layaway so I can maybe look at it now. <laughs> layaway, yeah, it's a, like like, and then when I see French bread in movies, I'm like, what foreign land is this? Like, it's as big as a man. It's insane. Uh, all right, so let me... Oh yeah, okay, so this psychology book I was reading, this exercise was to imagine yourself at different points in your life 
and then imagine giving that person a hug. And it's one of those things where I think of myself as a little kid, I'm like, hey, that's a good little kid, hey, little kid. But then when I think of myself in like junior high and high school, I'm just like repulsed a little. I'm like, fuck that guy, what a dick. He doesn't that deserve us. Wait, wait, do you know that you're, do the kid know that you're you from the future? It, that's not really what the point is. It's not like a thing that would no, really happen. But this is, these are the details that I need to understand. It's for you yourself. You can just be molesting the so other So you're person. saying the kid is just getting a hug from some creepy... Yeah, their feelings don't ...anonymous matter. man It's like, hey, I'm an adult and I would like to hug your child. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's okay to hug children. <laughs> you know, that's not... What? <laughs> well, I mean, this is Are you sure? Because you, like, you, live, you live immediately above a school. Like, you probably shouldn't be children. saying stuff like that. Well, it would be in that child's eyes okay. everyone else is around if watching. The hug is above the waist. I don't, I don't know if you're... My hug so is you, never you're saying you could go up to a child and start hugging them above the waist and then the, the father or mother of the child would be like oh that is a nice man well you would no, probably yeah, need to know way. the child I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying so you have to know the child I don't know. this is why this whole scenario is okay. breaking apart for me yeah well the, the, the point is do even they agree is uh is what are your feelings towards your past self? That's that's the point. Of the okay, okay. Can I ask? It's a I... mental exercise. It's not a Delorean oh, exercise. Wait, <laughs> so it's like, would you hug? <laughs> I, okay, I need to ask about the hug. Is it a what kind of hug is it? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of hugs, right? Like, is it a I'm proud of you? It's a hug? yes or no question. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't count if you're like forcing yourself to do it. Like, bleh. no, no. But it, is it like? Oh, you really need this because you're so sad, uh, or is it? No, it's it's it's. Do you? It's a uh, symbolically. Well, let's just say. How about how about uh? Forget the hug. Okay? Yeah. Let's forget the hug. Because like for me, the okay, answer the answer throughout my entire childhood would be like I would be thinking, my parents would. This is what my parents have warned me about. I shouldn't <laughs> I be doing this. this. This is bad touch. This man is scared. Bad touch. Bad touch. Stranger danger. <laughs> let's do the. What, what did you call it with uh, when you just like to the shoulder? Like, hey, buddy, you're all right. Yeah, let's do fist bump. Okay. Fist bump, high five, something like that. Yeah, let's bring it up to since since Mike is so black, let's bring it down <laughs> to the urban version of this story. All right, all Imagine right. yourself at different points in your life. Would you fist bump that kid? Just to know Craig looked around the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to make sure nobody was black. Yeah. Anyway. There's some, but they're not within earshot. Because uh, I don't know if it's the same for you, but for me it would be like, you know, when I think of myself at like six or seven, I'm like, that kid was pretty badass. Fist bump fist bump for you then so, I think of myself, so the exercises like at the different points in your life does that person deserve a fist bump or, or are you like ashamed of them like when you think of when I think of myself or when I did it like 13 or so I just was like I don't know just annoying an annoying fuck but <laughs> the like, thing is whenever whenever I hear a 13 14 year old talk they're annoying and ridiculous so I mean right. I, I don't imagine I was any different yeah. uh, my answer is 8 8 years old you're good or you don't yeah no I was like super into science and I had like bugs and collected like planet books yeah that's okay. what I'd be like Dude, that's all right. Yeah, I'd go back to 1989 when I was nine years old and fist bump myself for, for listening to Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna fist bump your. Speaking your of Jazzy Jeff, I'm gonna I'm gonna get all fanboy for a second and take over the podcast and talk about Please how I do. met. But wait a second, before you do that, anytime that I saw myself as a kid working on work like like working on a computer or programming, I'd give myself a fist bump and I'd just be like, keep it up because that's how you're gonna make your living in the future. Oh yeah, that's true too. When I was 11.
2011, I was making like text-based adventures on my Commodore 64. I totally fist bumped that kid. Well, ideally, the idea is is that you're supposed to be able to get to a point where you're okay with all versions of your past self, and you don't feel like ashamed or embarrassed of how you used to be. Oh, I wouldn't be embarrassed to fist bump myself at any point in the yeah. past. Yeah, I'd be. Whether ashamed. he deserved a fist bump. For a long time, I don't know. Lately, I think I'm getting better. But kids, yeah. like kids, say and do just stupid things just because they're not mature enough or whatever. The so, darndest things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I would be. I, I I think I would be ashamed of things I've said when I was a kid because kids say stupid things and they think they know everything. Every kid is like that. I, I think don't even know why I brought this up in the first place. I don't know what the point was. But because you originally brought it up like 15 minutes. Ago. Is it because you wanted me to outsmart you? Because mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, it's just like. Uh, See, nothing yeah. good comes from reading books. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This was a long time ago, and I learned my lesson. I don't read books no more. So. Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. Uh, thanks to Twitter on Friday night, I found that Jazzy Jeff was spinning near my place on Saturday night. So like, is that what the kids call nowadays? Spinning? <laughs> kids. He, he, That's what DJs call it because the records spinning are spinning things. around. Yes. <laughs> I know you're trying to mock, but yes, that is, that is what it's called. Old man The DJ spins records because the vinyl hits a circle. Wait, this is under vinyl. the needle. Like, the record has to go underneath the. Like those suits that people wear at a fetish party? No. That kind of vinyl? Or? Jesse, oh, John, yeah. you and your fetish No, like parties. the vinyl countdown. You know the podcast no, you're part of? No. Imagine that, though, like you are at the show and you're just like to somebody next to you, like, look how good he spins those things. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You're like, you're like, you're like, John has his hand up and DJ Jeff's like, I. This is what? kind of this is, very, this is really against what we so normally do, but, dogs. I but don't yes, normally do this. Yes, sir. What would you like? And he's like, is this is that the vinyl? Like they have it? And you're like, well, what's wrong with you? Get why, the hell why out! Why do they call it spinning? Yeah. Why? Is it? Is it? No, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. The record player, the turntable, is what actually does the spinning. Jazzy oh, well then fuck this guy. Why aren't you going to see the spinner thing? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Go see Techniques. Well, yeah, he had Tech 12s. So, yeah, no, maybe. but the, the record's spinning one way, and he's like, uh-uh, I'm he's spinning like, I'm gonna it the other it back, way. And I'm going to go back and forth. Yeah, That doesn't seem like it'd be good at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk now. Wouldn't that ruin the record? Wait. No, you got special like diamond tip needles that'll not ruin the record. Diamond tip seems worse. Yeah, that seems like that's the f- hardest substance on earth. It would just cut I'm right through the record. You can make it like so fine that like it's so delicate. Like you, they have to replace their needles all the time with. You're making this up. Story <laughs> over. <laughs> Okay. Listen, you guys Jazzy, got me off track. I, if Jazzy what, Jeff would flip that shit on the 45s so I could dance to it, maybe we'd, we'd have a story. But otherwise... And... I, don't know, I don't know what you're saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, pretty much the reason I started DJing Ten was... of you on the internet got that reference. Was that De La Soul? Yes. Nice. Uh, I knew it was like, what is that from? I don't know that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, DJ Jazzy Jeff's a hero of mine. He's the reason I started DJing, so it was, like, really fucking awesome to, like, go see him play, like, down the street from my apartment. And he tore the fucking roof off that place. Not literally, John. That's <laughs> another saying. Yeah, or you, David Lee, just in case there's any confusion. The roof was intact after the show. It's just everyone was going crazy. It's a, it's a euphemism. Like mentally, did they did they come with like the yeah, doctors? Yeah, straight jackets came in. Okay, okay. I, I didn't want anyone to get hurt, hurt themselves either. Yeah, that's John. You know, John. He's always caring about other people. It's fucking uh, fucking amazing. He mixed Jay Z into you guys know that like internet thing that was around a while ago. Pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. It's from American Looking Idol, like yeah. a fool with your pants on the ground. Yeah, you, you like mixed that into a set and it made me crack up. But uh, yeah, his, his posse like loved me and my roommate for some reason. Like early on in the show, I kind of had a bit of a yawn. Uh, why does he have a possum? <laughs> That's stretching, but I'll still give it to He's you. He's really the one. I liked it. You know what? A plus. Finally, John has something useful to say. <laughs> 
since that one uh, cider you had. It's <laughs> a crazy wild man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I forget what I was going to say. He had a posse. Oh, his like posse. <laughs> his posse like loved us. His one homie like, yeah, I'm getting all black now. His one homie uh, saw me yawning. He like waved his finger at me as if to say like, no yawning, what the hell. And he like reached out into the crowd with a Red Bull and like handed me a Red Bull. He's like, you good now? I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. And then after the show, they like let me and my roommate go up on stage and we got pictures taken. It was, it was. I, this may be boring for our audience, but I'm starstruck. I'm still like feeling the starstruck. I promise I won't cut this story because it is your great moment. It so. is. It was you, such a good feeling to meet one of my idols. Like it was. Amazing. You must have been so careful after that not to yawn anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was. Really like, consciously. Oh, the Red Bull stopped constantly. it. Like I didn't even feel the urge to yawn after. I got I'm sure after he started playing you. The Red Bull and the sick beats. Yeah, the ones in the twos. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the scores. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad to say that I only really know DJ Jazzy Jeff from uh, Uncle Bel-Air. Phil throwing him out the fucking door. Yeah, that yeah. was always hilarious. It bothers me to like yeah, it was always hilarious, but it bothers me to no end like Was when Uncle Phil there? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. Would be so Maybe good. he was in the back. I was up front. Do so you mean I... Reginald Bell Johnson? Oh himself? Yeah. Sir Reginald? Maybe cool if he came out and like span the things. Span? Spun. Spun. <laughs> span Spun. Spun. I, I missed the story. It was Carlton dancing at the front? Yeah. <laughs> that is a weird thing though, where it's like Fresh Prince. I always thought was a pretty good show for the time and stuff, definitely. but but still, it does it definitely changes you know people's memories of the name DJ Jazzy Jeff. And that's one of those things. that's like a weird trade-off of like it would be sweet to be on some show and you're getting residuals and you got famous, but. But then people can't ever see past it. Like, an even worse one is, like, Full House, you know? Everyone at Full House is just ruined forever. Yeah. <laughs> but they still make fat checks, you know? It's like... But, but I actually bought, like, Jazzy Jeff's, like, later album. I forget it was, like, in the 2000s. Right? He had uh, The Magnificent, which I didn't the like too much. Yeah. That, was, that was more R&B, yeah. but then he has The Return of the Magnificence, which I think was 2009, and that's more hip-hop, which is a lot better than... I like the R&B one, but yeah. I haven't heard that. It's not bad. Uh, the single that he had off it was really good, and yeah. there's a song with Freddie Fox that's pretty good, the song Shake It Off was good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was more R and B. The Jill Scott song was awesome. Yeah, the la- I think it was the last track. But I, uh, I'm more into the hip hop when Jazzy Jeff does his thing. So I like the Return of the Magnificent. It was way more, way more hip hop. It's the final. See, the vinyl count, and now we're incorporating the title into the yeah, show. But speaking of vinyl, Jazzy Jeff doesn't spin vinyl anymore. What? Honest, he does digital. Uh, he's, I mean, he's still so there was tech. nothing spinning. No, there was. <laughs> there was, because he still used real record players, and you get vinyls that have a time code on them, and then that feeds into your computer. Wow. And then on your laptop, there's these two little dolls that do this. Yeah, he uses uh, Serato Scratch, if we're going to get technical. I use Serato, Serato Itch, which doesn't use real turntables. It uses digital He just sits He sits on the stage, and he like with his mouse, he, he loads up Winamp, and then he hits play. And then he just sits back, like, with his hands behind his head. And he's just like, <laughs> it's kind of amazing, right, how, how far... In a way like it's gotten from its roots like the digitalness but it's still it's weird like it's kind of cool because now the digitalness is like emulating analog it's yeah. fucking weird but it's weird but it's cool uh, the whole reason for that is so that you don't have to carry, carry your crates of records and you don't have to flip records you just click them out to the yeah. next track and that goes it's as functionality or functionally it's the same as, as using analog because you have real turntables and it is real vinyl records it's just with a time code and not the actual song on it yeah, yeah I, I remember like reading about those for the first time before they kind of hit and then I was like wow that that's amazing but it'll never take off it's too weird <laughs> oh, totally the DJs don't yeah, care around crates of records anymore yeah I just, I just I still don't understand like how it's it's even legal for you to have a possum as a pet like 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm with I thought you on that. You would need to like, you would need to have some kind of approval from like government or something. You need to stop validating Picard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not healthy for anyone. <laughs> well, there's one thing with like the idea of being in a show, you know, like, you know, like the the possible like right, sellout-ness. Uh, that's a Joel Tuck. We'll wait oh, for that. that wasn't even no, a hello. Back, that, was, that, was, back. that was a Joel here. That was a talk to me. <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me. Said blocked. Agent J. Oh, okay. I had this debate with my cousin years ago. And, I mean, obviously, I mean, my whole shtick is living with little amounts of money. So that's part of where this went. Mmm, a tasty yeah, female. <laughs> tasty. I like to put a baby in her, you know what I'm saying? My in cock. Her Shoot some cum in there. I don't, I don't think you could stick a whole baby up back up or after this. Oh, I could. Hey, if, <laughs> if it could come out, stick. it could go back in. <laughs> I've always said that. I've never said that. <laughs> so we had the classic debate, me and my cousin. Would you, on national TV, and then record it and save for all time, let someone fuck you up the ass for a million dollars? No! No. Sure. <laughs> okay, follow-up question. Well, Who? Who's fucking dollars. You, you, your choice. If it, it was a chick yes. with a strap on. What? If it was a girl with a strap on. Yeah, oh, definitely. Def- yeah. I, even if it wasn't, yeah. A million bucks? Uh, it'd wow. have to be more than a million. You what know, if 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 million go very far now. Follow-up question. I guess we better what go What if, yeah. while she's fucking you up the ass, it's playing the baby elephant walk? I prefer the Benny Hill song. They just speed it up. So taking it really fast because the real point is trading <laughs> dignity for for money you know like you're always going to be remembered if you are at all only for you're the guy that got fucked in the ass on TV to the Benny Hill song I got a million dollars fuck off but when, see I wouldn't I would money. never when you had this conversation when, like when did you have this conversation years it was like ago. a house yeah I'll take yeah, that yeah my cousin Dan it was the same way he's just like give it to me it's can I please house. do that but you know what in 2010 a million dollars isn't that much money yeah okay okay it's enough for what me to take it was, up the ass on national if television if it was a billion not me yes sir yeah a billion is a whole different story I thought a million what if it was to rock you like a hurricane yeah I would do that just because it's Awesome. Yeah, okay. sure. Why not? Uh, well, I've already given my answer of yes. Like, right. you can say things to make it worse for me, and I might say no. But but saying things like adding the scorpions into it, that's not going to deter uh, Rihanna's umbrella. I love that song. Oh shit! But it's like yeah. But then every time you heard it, you'd I have that horrible memory. That's the thing. Is no matter- I love the song, but it's one that I wouldn't feel bad about. Like kind of being gay yeah. too. Being gay with? But the thing is, no matter what else you ever did in life, no matter what you accomplished, your Wikipedia page is always going to include this is the guy who everyone knows Craig because. Got jammed at the ass <laughs> by a girl with a strap on. And got paid a million dollars to do it. Baby I guess, elephant. Brrr. I gotta admit, Craig is swaying me a little bit because I was against the idea, but. I mean, no, just okay. own it. Yeah, like, you are you, make how it, long are you being fucked up the cool. ass for? Like, until. It, I don't know, hours, 20 minutes. You know, like, it's gotta be. Oh, 20 minutes for a million dollars? See? There's no way, no way, no I chance. I would suck a dick for 20 minutes for a million dollars. Yeah, or that, that's a good one. A billion dollars, maybe. A million no, dollars no, 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 is no, no, not no. enough yeah, money, not even close. Dollars. No, a billion, a billion is too much. It has to be for a million. Yeah. A million is still a lot of a money. A million is yeah. nothing. No, but it's, it's not like you can live the rest of your life on a million dollars. That's the thing about a million dollars, is it's that uncomfortable so line. Why don't you just say, oh, ten dollars? <laughs> Even, no, but, uh, but a million even if you're making hundred thousand dollars a year, like a million dollars is still ten years' salary. It's not a lot of money. Exactly. To me, like if exactly. you if you if that's you said why, like that's why it's a hard question. If you said like five or ten million, then it would it would be enough money for it to mean something. But yeah. one million, I, no no yeah. chance. No really, way. One million dollars like, means nothing to you. Not one million dollars. You're gonna buy me a house, like you're, fuck you're, I'm yeah, not gonna it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through with something 
that I'm completely against doing for only for a million dollars. It's not that much. How long is it going to take you? You now know that. How long is it going to take you to work for that million dollars? I'm a million dollars gay. I guess that's a good scale. Um, well, I, but, like just calculate when, it. Because you essentially, you, you're already being fucked up the ass every day that you go to work. Have yeah, that's that. That's not a very good argument because I'm no, not literally not. being well. No, finally raped. <laughs> twenty minutes. Really? That's versus twenty years. That I, essentially that's what the equation. Yeah, but I think I think Joel would have a good out because he could be like, I did it from a kid, you know. I think that's a dignity sure, shield because sure, yeah. then you're yeah, not you're just, a fair. But I probably wouldn't do it. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm still like I'm not saying that I would never do it. I'm just saying a million's too low. Yeah. Okay. So on the million dollar basis, am I the only one who would? And I feel like maybe I didn't make the stakes high enough. Like, what if it was like ten hobos need to barf on your face? Like, it has oh, no. to be a hard no, thing. No, that's gross. No, I, I, the thing I is, ten hobos barf on my face for a million dollars. I'd do that. Sure. See, like you brought up, you, you brought up, this makes no sense. Well, I do, I do that for, an, for, for a hamburger for you. I'd pay them. To Honestly, do that. I really just like to, the million dollar fig, figure because it's right on the line of dignity. Right, like more money, you do it without question. Less money, you'd say no way. Million is kind of right on that line. And like, like you brought up the fact, like, yeah, you're gonna be known as the guy who's fucked on TV up the ass. But like, is that really so horrible? Yeah. I like, the shit is, that you see on the internet, home, that, that, that fucking lesbian squirt party, that's way more humiliating than just me so, getting fucked up the ass. Like, wait, wait, are we person. talking network TV or like cable? We're talking yeah. satellite, like broadcasting to space. Every every line. Line. Or how about like, no, but like, is every like, is it the is whole it, world has access? To this video. So it's like NBC. So like everyone has access Sorry. to it. Not it like, like they, they make everyone watch it. <laughs> so everyone in the entire world it's not has on to like watch MTV it. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on Home Garden TV like one time at three in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. Who gives a shit? I'm bored of this question now. You guys are. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the point is, Craig's gay. Let's move on. All right. So, um, so I would be more gay than more. Well, let's ask Worf. Where's Worf? Yeah. Yes, God. <laughs> yeah, so, but, I guess the dignity argument doesn't really hold up, yeah, because like a, a large hallmark of what makes this podcast hilarious is admitting to undignified things. Let's bring that up. Okay. Uh, would be, between our little break, Mike uh, asked if anyone had ever tried to suck their dick, and it was me, him, and Picard sitting back there. Of course, yeah. who hasn't? Sure. Did anyone make Not it? This guy, fam. Yes. No. I got the head. What? In. Yeah. Yeah. I've come very I close, like within like an inch, yeah, I think, but like never got it. Yeah, same with me. Like I was yeah. way more limber as a teen, and it was yeah. not comfortable. It was oh, like, I haven't oh. tried to do it in like ten years or so. But let's yeah. see. We all had the same technique because what I did was I uh, had to have my bed up against the wall, yep. and then put a pillow under my neck, yep. and yeah, my back against the wall, and yep. then sort of start tilting the yep. legs back, and I yeah. could only briefly get the tip of my dick, like the head in, but not. Key- I couldn't keep it in. Could like dip it in and just like pain would shoot through my whole yeah. body. Can you imagine like you you accidentally broke your back yeah, doing that? Find and the me cops there. find you like all mangled, but your, your dick's in your mouth and just like he did it. All <laughs> resting on his lips. I'm sure you wouldn't be the first. The cop comes in and just gets the yeah, you're like deep slow throat. Clap. Yeah. yeah, again, he's like every week. Like I'm not sure if. He broke his back or be choked to death, but who knows this guy. But yeah, then just out of curiosity, I tried it again about a year ago, and I can't even, not even close oh, anymore. I got a little bit more gut than I did. Uh-huh. Not much, but a little bit more. I got way more gut than I did. <laughs> I'm just stiffer now, way too stiff. I remember, again, bringing back Marilyn Manson's autobiography. I think he said in it, like, there was one rumor that he had ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. And right. his response to that was, if I could suck my own dick, do you think I'd ever leave the house? Yeah. Like, 
That's one of my favorite Bill Hicks jokes. It's like, you know, ladies, if we could suck our own cocks, we wouldn't you'd, need you'd be sitting here all by yourself, staring at an empty stage. <laughs> and the whole point of the joke was like, you should blow your boyfriend more. I thought it was a good point. Yeah, yeah like important it. man. I agree. Well, jobs are fun. Can we all agree on that? Any, oh, anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Love no. No? Anyone? No? <laughs> no? no? Receiving, not giving. It I looks like admit, we're all though. on the same page here. I mean, we talked about it a little bit uh, on the podcast we did with Lee, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, Going down on a girl, best thing ever. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, who's not into that? That's insane. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how she has that idea. Well, she thinks the only reasons guys ever do it because it's expected of them. That's nonsense. And, you know, because they like don't it, get yeah. laid otherwise, no. and they hate doing it. I fucking. Crave I mean, part it. of it is like a yeah. reciprocal thing. Like, you suck my dick, I'm gonna go yeah. down on you. No, but no, like, no, I enjoy it. Some no, guys I don't, don't, which is fine. Like, it's I, it's not know, fine. What's the matter with them? Oh no, I don't agree. I need to go down on a girl every single time. Or it's weird. Every single every time? time? Yeah, pretty much. If you're like in a theater? Well, no. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would say I've done it like, like you know. 99% of the time. It's the odd time that yeah. I don't. But yeah, most of the but time. But I don't need my dick sucked 99% of the time. Yeah, yeah. I got to admit, I was a little disappointed when I finally started getting some blowjobs that it's not as magical as I had hoped it would be in my imagination. Because they just weren't like that good at Yeah, because yeah, I've had not bad a lot of chicks agree. Did you ever hear that crappy Star Trek joke? I, I, I'm full of crappy jokes that people wrote of just like Spock and talking about how illogical it is that we deposit sperm in people's intestines. It, I'm sure it's whoever said it first said it with actual joke in there somewhere. Never mind. Yeah, because that was bad. That was a good like, oh, did you hear the one? I was like, hey, don't. Here's a Awesome. The logical captain. The logical. Let me just summarize to the point where I will say this. If you find that girl who is, you know, pretty cool and kind of, you know, easy to get along with and gives amazing blowjobs, you marry that girl. Yeah. Yeah. That, again, that mom that I dated uh, like a year and a half ago now best blowjob I ever got was from her and, uh, she's the one that got away she absolutely is the one that got away I haven't been successful at dating since then because I've been completely hung up on it I had a relationship last winter and it just was like completely bland I, like she was really cool I like her and she was hot but like no feeling at all it's like you're not we yeah, there's her name on yeah. the internet I'll just replace it with I had to replace uh, yeah, like I had to time. add in Lee a bunch of times in one of our podcasts I just got a clip of Picard saying Lee I, I love can, that yeah so uh, I'll just add in Lee when you just said that that'll be our new anytime someone says the wrong thing I'll just replace it with Picard saying Lee that's <laughs> <laughs> me up.
it back to you. Yo, check it. Exit the old style into the new. But nothing's new by being hawked by food. Or should I say a flock? Cause around every block there's Harry, Dick, and Tom with a demo in his throat. Now I'm with helping those who want to help themselves and flaunt a nut that's doggy as a dog. But it's not the move to hear the tales of limousines and pails of money they'll make like a pro. I be like, yo, black is claiming a tape. Well, after show the time, it's fair, I just make. But the songs created in they shacks. So wick, wick, whack situations like this. I now hate to give me smiles. Cool, they wide and ass. And with the straightest face, I be like, hell yes. Slip them the zippers and pop a Prince Paul so I don't go a war. But yet I know when they call, they get. Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through. Why don't you leave me? And you know Check it out. Go, Party go, after dragon on Dixon Nav. Haven't been to go, a jam in quite a while. Figure I'll catch up on the latest styles. That piles and piles of them will take about a mile. All I want to do is cut on the deck. Crowd, but addition will be above a mile to the center. The lever of duty plug one most thing. And I'd be like, yo, G Pasta's all the producer. Now, woe is me to the third degree. Mace pulls are funny, so I make like the bunny. Check. But I'm getting used to this demo abuse. Getting raped and giving birth to a tape. Cause there's no escape from the clutch. Of a hawker attached to my success, set like a stalker. Make way to my radius, playing fly guy. Try to get my back, they force like Luke Scott. Me, myself, and I go to this act daily. And really, do I not? No matter how I dodge, some jackal always nails me. No matter what the plot. And even out on tour, they be like, yo, I gotta take the player back at the hotel. I be like, oh, swell. Unveil the numeric code that guides my room. And tell them to call me at noon. But of course, there's no answering machine in my room. But a pretty young adorable. True instead of fronting on the street. So no problem, just play your demo. And at the end, it's breakout time. Please, oh, please don't press rewind, cause I'll just lay it down the line. Hey, how you doing? Sorry, you can't get through. Why don't you leave your name and your number, and I'll get back to you. Hey, how you doing? Sorry, you can't get through. Why don't you leave your name and your number, and we'll get back to you. 